a Lansing-based illustrator here to talk to us today about using your talent to make a difference in the world. Welcome. Thanks for joining us today, Marissa. Thank you so much for having me. It's really exciting to be here. I'm glad you're here. You have such an interesting background. Why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself? Sure. Well, in college, I was studying to be an illustrator. And then about halfway through, I decided to switch and go into art education. So I had this background in illustration. And then about 10 years later, after working as an elementary art school teacher, I decided it was time to change it up a little bit. And I resigned as a teacher and went back to illustration. That's amazing. So you got right back to your path of passion from where you started. Yeah, but this time enriched with all the experiences that I had from being an art teacher. So you've chosen to be an illustrator. Is there a specific genre that you have been attracted to? Yeah, you know, I feel that I'm most comfortable with very narrative work, whether it be actual like children's books that I'm working on, or even just like one-off pieces or a series. I find myself always wanting to tell some kind of story with my pieces, which I think really naturally leads me to work in kidlet and children's books. And you have been managing some really powerful messages. And you shared with me outside of this podcast that you have become more selective with the work you do. And I think that you realized that you can use your talent for making a difference. Can you talk to me a little bit more about that? Oh, yeah, absolutely. I feel like it's a little bit of like process of elimination or like once you do it, you learn. And I I had an opportunity to work on a project that, you know, it didn't it didn't really feel right from the start. I wasn't engaged in it. I didn't feel really like it was purposeful for me. And the whole time I was just trying to force it because, you know, it did pay and it would strengthen my portfolio, but it never got to the point where it felt correct. So it's like, okay, that experience aside, like let's learn from it and move on. And now I'm a lot more selective with the projects that I choose, you know, because it's time and, you know, this is the, like, I have a choice to use the limited time and resources that I have and try at least to make a difference with that, you know, with that talent and with those resources. What a fantastic position to be in, to be able to use your talent, to make a difference, to tell people who have powerful stories, tell their stories in a beautifully visual way. Mm -hmm. Um, I have seen a lot of your work and I know that you are incredibly talented and I would encourage anybody to contact you to be able to illustrate their stories or their books. Mm -hmm. But you have, you don't only work for other people, you have also penned your own book and illustrated it. Talk to me about that. Sure. It's called Get Your... (laughs) My goodness. Sorry. (laughs) It's called Get That Grit. I do know the title of my own story. It's called Get That Grit. And I wrote it the summer after I left teaching. And I was really in a place where I was ready for the change, but letting go of something so pivotal in my life and so influential as teaching was really difficult. So 
I decided the first big project that I would throw myself into was a book that I was basically specifically writing for the kids that I just got done teaching. And those kids, those kids are, you know, in the district that I was at, it's very socioeconomically diverse. And we had a lot of I guess, especially as an art teacher, I saw a lot of kids giving up and being too afraid to fail. And especially in art where it's something so personal, you know, if they weren't good at it immediately, they didn't want to do it at all. So the idea of this book was to give kids some kind of tangible practice to work towards success. So the idea of growth mindset is something that is very prevalent in education today for the last few years. You know, you can grow your brain, you can get better at things, but then the act of, you know, strengthening your grit is what I felt was a little bit lacking. So the idea behind the book was just a quick little read, make it accessible, make the kids look like the kids I was teaching and just give them an opportunity to say, I didn't do it right this time, but that doesn't mean it's over. So there's something that happened to you when writing this book. You had maybe writer's block or there was <laughs> something stopping you from finishing. Do you want to talk about that? Oh my goodness. It was so crazy. It was after I had illustrated this, you know, the pages and after I had written the book and I was doing, like going through the process of uploading and scanning and formatting and doing all this self-publishing stuff where I didn't have any idea what I was doing and I was learning as, as I was going. And I got my first proof back. And instead of being like this amazing piece that I was done with, I realized that I had messed up with the formatting. So I lost about three months of work and I sat there and I looked at it and realized that I needed to start all the way over on the formatting and the publishing. And, you know, I was, it was really frustrating. And the thought crossed my mind, like, well, I guess this is where I get off this train. But then, you know, the thought of, hang on, you're writing a book about grit, maybe you should also take your own advice <laughs> and have some grit and finish the book. <laughs> so it was, it was a long process. It was frustrating, but very much worth it in the end, I would say. <laughs> what a great lesson to learn and uh, a, a great way to demonstrate the message of the book is to say that, you know, I read the book myself and it encourages those who are feeling that tasks are really large and that um, if they just kind of, you know, get that grit, they can persevere and, and get through. And so um, you took that advice, which is great because you produced a beautiful book. Can you tell me if you're working on anything else right now? Yeah, I'm in the process right now of illustrating my first wordless book. The story is just through the illustration. So there's a lot of visual storytelling that goes into it and a lot of like figuring out how to use the characters and expressions and composition to get this idea across. But this book is going to be about grief, um, following uh, a boy through one year after losing his father and just kind of through the pictures telling kids, you know, specifically kids, but everybody, you know, all these emotions are okay. Your process looks different than other people's process and it's not insurmountable. You're not alone. Oh, that is a beautiful message and a very powerful book. I have had the honor and privilege to have a quick preview of your book <laughs> and it is 
powerful and it doesn't need words. Your illustrations are incredibly powerful and standalone. And Mm. so I just want to offer that praise and suggest to anybody who's listening, if they need an illustrator for a book or a story that they are working on that can make a difference, then please contact Miss Marissa here. Um, Marissa, we are out of time and I'm sorry. I have really enjoyed learning more about what you're doing. Uh, thank you for tuning in to Beyond the Mission, the business of nonprofits. I'm your host, Vicki Hamilton Allen on the Michigan Business Network.